Welcome to A Contemplative Path with Dr. William Teeley, the spiritual director for the School for Contemplative Living and author of the book, Monks in the World, Seeking God in a Frantic Culture, recorded at his Ecoute Sanctuary just outside of New Orleans, Louisiana. Here's Dr. Teeley. This is Dr. William Teeley, and this podcast is sponsored by the School for Contemplative Living. So we're a bunch of people who really are trying to live a more contemplative life, and we're creating these podcasts because we believe you can do that too. We're just regular people like you trying to learn how to walk a contemplative path. We fell into stillness as Laura Naughton led us through self-compassion meditations on a Saturday at our Cypress Swamp property I refer to as Akute, meaning listen in French. Laura drew us into silence for guided meditations, then had us write our responses to a series of questions to lead us into the place of self-compassion. Then she invited us to pair up or have small group sharing if we wanted to reveal what we were discovering. Finally, we engaged in walking in silence across our beautiful property to let the natural world wash over us and to feel the spring breeze as a practice of self-compassion. I looked around the room as the group of 26 of us kept falling back into the stillness and I felt immense pleasure in gathering a community in our home who are seeking to practice the presence of loving-kindness, which many of us call God, for our own transformation into beings who radiate loving-kindness. This gathering for this purpose is what I am here for. I read a summation of the highest spiritual ideal in Tibetan Buddhism from the Dalai Lama's English translator, Dr. Thupten Jinpa, in his book, A Fearless Heart. He says, It is compassion. That is the highest spiritual ideal of all the world's religions. And I immediately recalled how Jesus said the highest spiritual ideal is loving God with all our heart and soul, and strength, and mind, and loving our neighbor as ourselves. So let's see, is there a better way we could be spending our time than cultivating compassion for ourselves and others? For several years, we have voiced the mission of our School for Contemplative Living as creating contemplative communities who practice the presence of God for personal transformation and radical engagement with the world. This is all true, but perhaps when we said radical engagement with the world, we were not completely clear. By radical, we meant rooted, as in grounded in the source of compassion and loving-kindness, who we call God. But maybe radical sounds like trying to be dramatic, 
unusual, spectacular. And maybe it is time for us to become even more clear in voicing what we actually practice. For we are practicing the presence to source our compassionate engagement with the world. We are seeking to radiate loving kindness wherever we go. And of course, we always do that perfectly, right? So as best we can, we seek to love God, neighbor, self. Compassion really is our highest spiritual ideal, and our contemplative practices are how we source the expression of that ideal. When we do our contemplative practices, we are sourcing ourselves for compassionate service with the world, and we fall into the stillness in community so that we are practicing the divine calling which the Jewish psalmist expressed a few thousand years ago in Psalm 46.10, Be still and know that I am God. Since God is love, the psalmist could literally mean be still and know love. That is what our experience of cultivating compassion was all about. I do not believe for a minute what I have heard church people say for so many years, that we should love God first, others second, and ourselves last. To that, I say bull. That is just a twisted version of the crazy belief that we do not matter, our needs do not matter, and that we are being selfish to even think of ourselves. I cannot recall a single time Jesus said, Your needs do not matter. His quote of the highest commands from Jewish scripture were quite simple and clear. Love your neighbor as yourself. Doesn't this raise the cultivating of compassion for God, self, neighbor, to our highest priority? I know there are millions of people across the globe who believe that practicing inner stillness is a selfish waste of time, a radical failure of our highest human priority, to be productive at all times. Most of those people seem to live in America. But my experience is exactly the opposite. When I enter the inner sanctuary each day, by myself or with one of our contemplative communities, I find that loving-kindness rises from within. I do not always feel it at that moment because I am often noticing the thousand thoughts. But the practice of sourcing in the divine source of compassion still fills my reservoir, and the fruits of that practice tend to come out in feeling compassion with those I see during the day. We radiate what is inside us. That is a given. 
if I get caught in the polarization happening across the world, the crazy belief that my side is right and everyone else is wrong, then I will radiate that. I will speak of that. I will act like that. But what if I take time to cultivate compassion in the inner sanctuary every single day? What if I keep just sitting in stillness and move from that inner place of compassion out into the world? No doubt I at least stand a better chance of radiating compassion instead of more polarization. Our friend Laura spent Monday offering an introduction to compassion cultivation with residents at Louisiana's Angola Prison. This summer, she will offer a full eight-week course in compassion cultivation training for residents and staff at the prison. Laura is living her mission, practicing the highest spiritual ideal in a most challenging place. I hope to join her for one of those sessions on discovering our common humanity right there in the prison. If this story is calling your name, is it time for you to practice compassion cultivation with a group of contemplatives each week? If you do not know of a group in your own area for this practice, contact us at the School for Contemplative Living and we will be glad to help you find or even create a contemplative community. It's what we do. Blessings on your own unique journey into the heart of compassion. The School for Contemplative Living exists to create contemplative communities who practice the presence of God for personal transformation and compassionate service with the world. To find additional resources for your own contemplative path, visit the School for Contemplative Living online at thescl.net. That's www.thescl.net. <laughs>